0: Well, hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Growing Deeper, episode 12. My name is Ross. I'm here with Mike Holly. We're both pastors at Bluff Park UMC in Hoover, Alabama, and we're so glad you're listening with us today.
1: Yeah. Thank you for being here with the Grow Deeper podcast. We are, as always, focusing on ideas, questions, scriptures, anything that has to do with just growing deeper in Correct. our life, in our faith doing so as individuals and as communities. And we've been looking a little deeper into uh, First and Second Timothy, looking at Timothy, this sort of protege of Paul.
0: Yeah, looking at, at Paul's relationship with Timothy, Timothy's relationship with Paul, what that mentor-mentoree relationship looks like, and how maybe we can... Be better at growing by looking at how the two of them did life together and ministry together. Right. Right. I mean, that's kind of what we're doing, right? Isn't it? Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know,
1: and and if you look at what we talked about last week, it was it was a mentor talking to a protege, a student, focusing on how you could be grounded so that you don't get shipwrecked in life.
0: Right. Right. And remember what it, we talked about, it was good conscience and there was something else, too. That oh, my God. Goodness that we kind of picked apart wasn't You're trying it? to trap me wasn't it? live on a podcast. Wasn't it? Yeah. It was I, I faith. It was. it was faith, faith and good, good conscience. conscience. Yes. Yeah and it you know Paul talked about how those were the two things that you needed to stay grounded. Um which was kind of a fun conversation because that the Greek behind a good conscience is pretty vague. So it was fun right. to kind of fish around in that and figure out, okay, what does that exactly mean for us? So if you didn't catch that, I encourage you to go back and give it a listen.
1: Yeah, and, and what we ended up kind of realizing was that it was the conscience fueled by faith, that it was right. allowed a to— A conscience
0: sense- informed by faith, yeah, yeah, shaped by faith, yeah, yeah.
1: And, and and once that happened, you know, the conscience was able to, to choose things more hmm. uh,
0: beneficial in life, and and therefore grow in the right direction. We didn't really connect these—I don't think we connected these dots last week, but you saying that makes me think about where Paul, I think it's in Philippians, talks a lot about having the mind of Christ. Oh, yeah, exactly. That that, You know, that how you just connected it, right, with faith informing your conscience, faith informing your ability to make decisions, moral decisions. That sounds a whole lot like it could fit under that umbrella of— what paul's talking about when he says you know we need to to aim to have the mind of christ to think like christ does to make decisions like jesus does
1: yeah And you tried to trap me just a second ago. I'm going to trap you. We're in Philippians.
0: Oh, I don't remember. You know, there's that song in Philippians. Yeah, exactly. The Christ hymn. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's chapter two. I'm going to say it's before the song.
1: (laughs) It is. It's before the song.
0: The the, the over-under. I'm going to say under. (laughs) It's
1: chapter two. It's, you know, have the mind of Christ, and then he goes into the Christ hymn. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Good job.
0: Yeah, but I think that's helpful, right? It is. You know, Paul there's there's some through lines with Paul that you can kind of dig around and find and when you find him, you go, oh, okay, Paul. yeah, I see what you're doing here.
1: Yeah, he's got
0: he's got some good
1: you know, just like he's telling uh, Timothy to be grounded he's he's got some grounding. he's got some consistency from from letter to letter uh, that carry through and and you know so I I do think that uh, you know number one, Paul is Paul. Um, he, he is, he is an apostle. He's done some great things, Mm -hmm. but he is, he doesn't really, you know, portray himself as some, you know, perfect leader, but he does allow other people to know him and know his successes and his failures. Uh, people like Timothy so that they can learn, learn from him. And I love that about Paul. And, uh, we see this in his relationship with Timothy Mm -hmm. in first and second Timothy. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, we're kind of bouncing around first and second Timothy today. I think we're gonna find ourselves talking a lot about when we look at the relationship between Paul and Timothy. One thing it was Mike that really noticed this that thought we should kind of wrap up with this today. And it's just the emphasis that Paul places on telling your story when it comes to growth. So if you flip to Second Timothy and go to chapter three and start reading it around verse ten, you'll see Paul basically saying, look Timothy you know everything about me you you know my story you know my persecution you know my successes you know my hardships you know my failures you know where I struggle you know you know what comes easy to me you know what comes hard to me you you know every I've shared everything with you with the hope that you will be better because of it yeah um so just the the under the baseline value of a willingness to share your story with uh with someone that you're mentoring.
1: Right. And, and, and when I look back at the people that is, have mentored me, um, the ones that I really learned from were the ones who opened their heart and said, this is what I've learned. This mm-hmm. is what I've experienced. And in the moment, they say, hey, did you know why I did this? Or do you know why I said this? And it was, it was in that moment of, of them sort of sharing who they are and how they operate, good or bad, uh, that I was able to either learn what to copy or Learn what to avoid,
0: mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and and Paul seems to be saying this. You ref you reference First Timothy three 10. second S- second ah you got me yeah. back for the second. Philippians two things second. second Timothy that's right uh, three verse ten and it kind of goes into eleven but eleven sort of starts going into uh, his his experiences and suffering and what they they mean and I don't think we really need to go that far but here's what here's what it says in the New Revised Standard Version. You however Know all about my teaching, my way of life, my purpose, faith, patience, love, endurance, persecutions, sufferings. I mean, he's basically saying, you know, because you are somebody I've been trying to teach, my
0: life has been an open book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything, you, you know good it, and the bad. You know everything about me, um, which I'm sure someone has told you before the value that lies in your testimony, mm-hmm. even if you don't see the value in it. Yourself, right? right? And clearly, I'm sure Paul knew that he had pretty much a banger of a testimony, right? Like about as good as they get. Oh, he liked to tell it, but still, (laughs) I think we can learn a lot from just owning the fact that your story could really have a massive impact on someone else and their willingness and ability to grow.
1: And 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 not your story ten years down the road once you get a ways down, but even your story now. You're you know knowing your story and telling your story. Is um, helpful in helping you realize kind of what we talked about in the very beginning of of uh, of this whole journey of growing deeper as a podcast. You know, knowing where you are and knowing where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Telling your story mm-hmm. is part of realizing who you are, where you've been, and once you know that, you can start really mapping out where you want to go, who mm-hmm. you want to be.
0: Yeah, I mean, what what you have up on the board here is that. Paul, like when we read this, we can see with, I think, clarity, right, that Paul allowed his life to be an example to Timothy. And when you kind of boil that down, you kind of put two things up. And I think these two things are probably universal when it comes to telling our story mm-hmm. with a lot of authenticity. And when we do that, we're able to demonstrate what we value and to show people why growth is worth it. Yeah. Um, you know, because you're, Regardless of what season you tell your story, whether it's when you got it all figured out or only some of it figured out, there's going to be moments where that you can point to and say, and this is why it was worth it. This is what I discovered. This is what, what the wrestling led me to. Um, and in the midst of that, I figured out what I should be valuing, what, what should I should be treating as most important in my life, and what I should maybe let fade to the back burner.
1: Well, and just even sharing your story with someone. Um, if you do it with humility, if you do it with the sake of uh, trying to help guide them, and you're not just bragging about your story and what you've done, but if you do that in a way, there are two things I think that you're demonstrating. Because you you mentioned that, you do, you demonstrate what you value. I think you you demonstrate that you value them because you want to share the good and the bad uh, with them. You're, sh- right. you're sharing that you value that the, the potential that they have mm-hmm. or that... You care for them enough to share the story. And the other thing is, is that you value authenticity. Mm-hmm. You value being open for the sake of, of sharing with others. And I think that knowing that you're valued by someone who values authenticity can build trust and friendship. And even, you know, for the sake of a mentor, um, even the ability to know that you can follow this person because you can trust them.
0: Yeah, sure. And, and that this person can relate to me more than I thought they could at first because, oh, wait, they too have, have experienced the same struggles that I feel like I'm experiencing. And this whole time we've been talking about you, the listener, as the person telling your story, but there's the same value in reversing the roles and saying, look, if you feel like you're at a place of stunted growth right now, maybe it's because you don't have anyone that you're willing to learn from or willing to listen to their story yeah. and, and try to glean what is applicable in you, your own life. Um, and,
1: and remember, in, in one of the first few episodes we did, we told our story uh, of growth, you know, what we've, what we've experienced. And I can't remember, you know, it's so long ago because we're 12 episodes in.
0: That's right. We've, we're basically professionals now. We got it. Yeah, man.
1: Uh, but you know, we talked about how even in therapy, um, when when you're going to a counselor or a therapist, they ask you to talk about what you're facing. Mm -hmm. And and by asking the right questions, they end up helping you tell your story Mm -hmm. and sometimes even help you ask the perfect question to get yourself out of your stuckness, or at least show you the doorway out of your stuckness. You know, they can't make you always get unstuck, but they can at least give you the questions, the ideas, the thoughts to, to do that. And and Paul seems to be doing that for Timothy of mm-hmm. either telling him the right things or by asking him the right questions.
0: Yeah. So I guess I'd encourage you to try to discern where you are right now in this season of your life. Like, are you more in the position of Timothy where you feel like you need, uh, you need to be listening to someone else's story and, and Folk stories around you for some guidance and clarity and kind of what your next steps are? Or do you feel like you're in the position of Paul where you you have a story to tell and you may even have people in mind that you think could benefit from hearing it, but for whatever reason you haven't w- wanted to, to tell it yeah. because you haven't wanted to share, you know, maybe some of the more difficult or vulnerable parts of um, of that narrative of your life.
1: And if you don't know kind of where, where you are on that, um, do both. Know, do both. Yeah, yep. exactly. Do both. And if you're not ready to to tell your story to someone else, um, pick up a pencil or a pen and a journal or even mm-hmm. just a piece of paper mm-hmm. and write it out. Tell your story. Narrate it as if you're writing a letter to someone and and see even if that small act can be powerful in helping you discern mm-hmm. if you're ready uh, to do that. And And maybe even look around in your life. Are there people around you that have... Skills, uh, or that you can see becoming an even better person or leader. And, you know, they may need somebody better than you, but you're there. Right. Go ahead and and do something because honestly, I think the moment that we give up on mentoring someone because we feel like we're not the right person, we're not showing them the love and care that they need. Uh, Let them choose whether or not we're good enough Mm. to be their mentor.
0: Mm. Yeah. Okay. Never thought about it
1: like that. Mm. So um, if we continue looking at Timothy, it's not only Paul uh, demonstrating his, his mentorship or showing that he has told his story, he has lived his life, he has walked beside Timothy. He's also you know, let Timothy fly on his own and, and, and mentor him. But not only is he using his life to guide him, he's also talking to Timothy. And, and he's basically saying to him, don't wait until you get to where I am. You know, go ahead. You be you. Uh, mentor people where you are.
0: Yeah. I mean, Paul basically says, go set it, be an example for others. Right. Go, go do for others what I've been doing for you.
1: And it's First Timothy now.
0: Right. Yeah, Not so Second we started Timothy. in 2 Timothy and now we're jumping back to 1 Timothy. We're
1: going back to 1 Timothy chapter 4, and of course, this is this is like every youth ministry's theme verse out there, and it is, "Don't let anyone look down on you because you're young, but set an example for the believers in speech, conduct, love, faith, and purity."
0: Which I think I don't know if I've ever really heard, I've, I've always heard that scripture used as a way of saying, don't let your age stop you from doing anything. But I think maybe for us, a better way to put it would be don't let your age or what you feel like your experiences stop you from seeing the value in your story.
1: And, and to think that there are people that will find any reason to sort of silence you if you are challenging them or pushing them beyond where they want to go. If it isn't age, They're going to find something else, Mm, you know, but don't, don't let a barrier like, you know, age or experience get in your way. Set an example. There's nothing stopping you from growing in the right direction and set an example for others in speech, conduct, love, and purity. Sometimes it is the young that do this. Mm. Uh, Sometimes it's the older generations that do this. Sometimes even children show us the way we should be acting.
0: I'll tell you what, man, I spent the weekend this past weekend with the youth at the youth retreat and, uh, I don't want to ruffle any feathers, but I think they're much better at worshiping than adults are. They're much better at shedding their ego and being vulnerable and singing out and, uh, being present in the moment. And I think there's a lot we could learn from them when Mm -hmm. it comes to that.
1: Yeah. And, And you think about even Children, th- There have been so many studies that uh, little children, young children, don't um, fit into at least their minds, their assumptions, their prejudices, don't fit into um, the world as it is. They're, they're innocent, right? right? They haven't been boxed in like that yet. Mm-hmm. And so they act in ways that we aspire to in terms of mm. treating other peoples the way they should unless somebody steals your toy. Um,
0: you know, <laughs> well, but we we all have that line, right? Oh, yeah, we do. We, we do. do. But, you
1: know, I mean, obviously, it, age sometimes has very little to do with it. It's are you doing right? Are you living right? Are you growing in the right direction? And, you know, even if this list, speech, conduct, love, faith, purity, maybe maybe you're you're not excelling in one of those areas. Okay. So what? Fun.
0: Yeah.
1: But if your speech is a lot better, then your conduct let your speech do the talking. If your conduct is is more mature and 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 on a better direction than your speech, let your actions do the talking. But I think we obviously cannot leave this without saying we need to do better in all five categories. Growth is about holistic growth, but don't stop. Don't let other people stop you or look down on you mm. or make you feel like you're not worthy of sharing your example because you are. It can be effective. It can be um, helpful to others if you live openly about this.
0: If you keep reading chapter 4, you read down to 15, you see a verse that reads as this, put these things into practice, devote yourselves to them so that all may see your progress. And uh, we talked about before how Allowing people to see your progress implies allowing people to see your regression as well, and how it's important to be real when we are telling folks our story. Mm-hmm. People can't see progress unless they see where you started or where you were before the progress. Um, so it's just important to communicate that aspect of your story, as it is to communicate the wins.
1: Mm-hmm. E- you know, even in in my house uh, with with my kids. One of the things that my wife and I try to do is to demonstrate um, how to deal with failure. You know, and we share some of our our failures. Obviously, not everything, but for the most part, you know, I'm gonna uh, apologize um, to my wife when I get something wrong, mm-hmm. and and to show that it's okay to say you're sorry and that you're wrong and mm-hmm. you should have done better. Now, I wish I could tell you that I do that instantaneously every time I, I need to brood over it a little bit. Sometimes I need to, you know, allow my, my, uh, failure to kind of run its course before I, I get to that point. Um, and of course I do have to say it a lot more than she does. Um, ah. but you know, in, 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 thinking about kids, showing them how to deal with failure and showing them how to get back up again is, is, is valuable in this world, mm-hmm. uh, valuable in this world because nobody is perfect all the time. And so I do think that that's something that we need to be better at, and it's so painful to be that vulnerable to show your failures, right. to show your regression. Right. It is because we're so afraid of the attacks that are going to come our way, or the loss of love and friendship.
0: That Especially if we're showing that that failure and that regression in real time, right? Like it's. Mm-hmm. I think it's hard enough to admit mistake on the other side of it, right after it's been corrected. Or, you know, after enough time has passed to where it doesn't really burn as much. It's even more difficult to do it in real time. Like, uh, yeah, you know, well, my story is, like, I'm still here. Like, I'm still trying to figure it out. Right. And uh, this is what I've tried, and some of it has worked, some of it hasn't, but I I still feel like my tires are spinning. I'm still trying to sort this whole thing out, and that's where I am. And and that vulnerability can be scary, but it can also be freeing.
1: Um, For you and for others. Right. Yeah. And because they need the encouragement of knowing that their failures can lead to something more if they if they stick around if they don't give up. I, and I, you and I didn't talk about this before we started recording, but you know, um, if you want to know everything there is to know about vulnerability and the power that can come from it, go read anything by Brené Brown.
0: Mm, yeah, 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 and she has a lot of great audio content out there too on on this subject. Yeah. You can even
1: before you even buy a book, just go. Search Brene Brown on YouTube mm-hmm. for vulnerability. I think it's like the TED talk that mm-hmm. that broke uh, TED talks into uh, you know popular culture mm-hmm. is hers, and it's the idea is the more vulnerable we are with others, the better relationships we have, and the more we're loved mm-hmm. because we're loved for who we are instead of what we portray mm-hmm. to others, mm-hmm. and that is such a Christian idea no it's a it's a human idea, but for us, you know, kind of going back to the Christ hymn uh, that we mentioned from from Philippians 2, Jesus is the one that was vulnerable for the world right
0: and right
1: that's the kind of mindset that Paul's sharing with us. be vulnerable um be be sacrificial be uh, be loving towards others just as as Christ was, and that opens the door to a better life than we can ever. Uh, imagine we keep thinking that the perfect life is one without error, but the error maybe leads us to a better life.
0: Mm. So, telling your story, let's let's list out what all we've been talking about so far, right? So, we're sitting here telling people to tell their story. Why? Why should I tell my story? Well, I think telling your story is going to lead to a clarity around values. Clarity around your own values in your own life. I think audibly sharing your story will lead you to hear your story in a different way, to see it in a new way. So I think it'll lead to a clarity in values and what is important in your life and what is not important in your life and maybe give you some direction in where you should be going next. I think sharing your story builds community. I think it brings people together. Um, I think even if someone hears your story and really can't connect with any of it, I think still at the end of hearing you share, they're going to feel closer to you and you're going to feel closer to them. Um,
1: and then the other thing is live your example. Right. 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 So talk right. about that. What does that mean? What's the summary of living your example?
0: What is the summary of living your example? <laughs> You're trying to get me back? I am trying to get you back. Yeah, well, then you take it away, Bucko. It's, uh, it's
1: uh, 40 love or something like that. Um, and so, okay, so Paul says to Timothy, set an example uh, with your life. You know, show other people the good and the bad, speech, conduct, love, purity. Uh, don't allow your life to simply go by as an existence, mm. but, but live your life openly, kind of like we're talking about with sharing your story. It's not just your story, it's your life, your, mm. the way you live. Um, man,
0: that's a tweet right there. Don't let your life go by as an existence, but an example. If, if
1: only I was on Twitter still. Oh, man, that's I gave good. It. I'll
0: probably tweet that later today. Go for it. I'm not going to give you any creds, though. That's okay. It's all me. You can, you can add something else. <laughs>
1: um, but, yeah, I mean, he says, live an example. Set yourself an example. Live, um, act, love, have faith. You know, all these things, be real, but keep going and let that be a way that your life helps other people be spurred on to Mm -hmm. growth.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it will demonstrate, I think, to you as the teller and to the listener, why growth is worth it. Why it's worth it, even though it can be difficult and and tough and uh, full of facing the unknown and biting off more than you can chew and all those things at the end of the day, I think it's worth it. And we can realize that when we do a little bit of reflecting.
1: Yeah. And I think that, you know, coming full circle to what you said, the whole point of that growth is worth it is because your story, even if it's not finished yet, is pointing towards something better because of where you have gone before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, your life is an example because you've found that taking steps forward in some of these areas or all these areas has made a good benefit. And if you don't share that, other people may be just sliding around in existence.
0: Yeah, and just, you know, when you share what God has done in your own life, it will help people see what God has done and is doing in their life. Easy. Yeah, I mean, I just think it's so simple. Yeah. Of course it will. It makes a ton of sense.
1: And, And that's part of loving your neighbor. Is, is allowing your life and your words and your story to do those things. Well, um, we've spent two weeks on Timothy. Uh, we've done a little bit of First Timothy. We've done a little bit of Sem- Second Timothy. Old Timmy. And, you know, we could keep going probably, but I think we've covered the the heavy uh, parts of, of growth in that area. And, you know, this is, if you're listening to this, the week it's, it's posted, this is Thanksgiving week. And we hope that you are having a... a time of gratitude and thankfulness mm-hmm. in your life with other people in your life. Uh, next week, if you're listening to it, when we post it, it's going to be the season of Advent. That's right. And so we're going to talk a little bit more about Advent and growth when we when We're going to we get all Ad-
0: that y on the podcast during the season and of Advent. And we'll have Advent.
1: to talk about what Advent even means, because some people may not know. They Ooh, might just think
0: it's pre-Christmas. Talk about a teaser. Well, we might do that. I don't we know. We might not. You know, it depends. I don't know. You're Depend, just going to have to come back depends and see. Depends what, on what, you know, different people's stories that we hear between now and then. You know, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see where we end up going.
1: Well, we hope you have a, a blessed Thanksgiving, and we'll see you
0: back in Advent. See you then.